Coming at you from Handsome Headquarters here in sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lee Singer Golden, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. As you know, uh, our programming here at Handsome Headquarters is brought to you by the generous donations of listeners like you and the crippling liberal guilt of some of the finest corporations here in the United States, as well as some fantastic foundations. Um, We have grown and prospered over the past few years, and we were lucky enough to get a wonderful grant to bring in uh, someone who uh, works at one of our LGR, Liberal Guilt Radio affiliates, um, and has done some fantastic uh, work as an investigative journalist. And... um, I'd like to introduce uh, this individual who's going to be providing some support to us and doing some of our, um, taking some of our calls and uh, talking to some of our uh, guests here on the program. Ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce you to Benjamin Repton. Did I pronounce that properly? Uh, Yeah, we'll we'll go with that. Thank you, Lee. Um, It's a pleasure to be on the show with you. I do, I do want to actually give credit to the donor that did allow me to be here today, um, He's a Greek friend of mine named Anonymous Pachivis. Um, Yeah, so I do want to just give a shout out to Anonymous. Thank you very much. Fantastic. Well, uh, Benjamin Repton, you're talking on the internet here at Handsome Headquarters. I biked over here on my way over here. I almost got hit by a limousine. Are you you shitting me? No, no, no. And (laughs) inside the limousine was, um, (laughs) you wouldn't believe it, Bill Clinton. Oh, really? Yeah, he was in town, and he's actually just waiting. Okay. He's been outside for like an hour just in your hallway. Just I don't know what he's doing out there. All but, right. Um, well, we'll take a break. and uh, Bring him on, maybe? Yeah, yeah we'll take a break okay. here, and then we'll come back with uh, 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 William Jefferson Clinton is here in studio. The guy, the, the, the guy he that hit you. was like the... Oh, almost, I said. Oh, he almost hit you. Okay. Well, it, right. he doesn't drive, but okay. the, guy, the, the, the gentleman driving the car. I think the guy that was president for like eight years. Oh, that one. Right? Wow. That's William J.? William J. Yeah, yeah, him. All right, Bill, William Jefferson Clinton. I think we've had him on the show before. He's dialed in. He's never been in studio. So yeah, he's just sitting outside in your hallway right now. We'll take a quick break and we'll be right back with uh, former president William Jefferson Clinton. Uh, I'm Lisa Golden. You're listening to me talk on the internet. As we mentioned right before our break, we have in the hallway, actually, right outside our recording studio. He's been out there for about an go on an hour, hour and a half now. Just uh, Bill Clinton, William Jefferson Clinton, Hi, the I, former. Can I come pre- in here yeah. and sit down? Uh, hold hold sit down? on, just w- one second, please, Bill. Um, or President Clinton, or whatever you want me to call you. Uh, so yeah, come on in. All right, this just sit here. Yeah, just don't talk quite yet. But um, uh, okay. So this is uh, former or current president um, William B. J. Clinton. Is that is that right? You're on um, talk on the internet. Well, I'm currently the president of the deep state. So a lot of people think that you know there's just a president in the United States. Well, there's a few presidents. There's president of the United States, with which is currently my old boy, the Donald. Okay. And then there's president of the Screen Actors Guild. 
which I believe is still Ronald Reagan. And uh, Ronald Reagan, incidentally, also was president of the United States. It sort of rotate around. So maybe right, this is uh, this is my interview show. So anyway, oh, okay. Uh, but uh, right, I'm just answering uh, your you're question. Just going, man. Nah, you're just kind of just going. Okay. Uh, I don't okay. understand how the, the Screen right. Actors Guild has anything to do with the United States of America, but. Maybe, or do, would you? But want yeah, to I'm take the president moment? of the deep state, which so is the de- third yeah. president. The third in line, or the third? We have three presidents. You're saying? Yeah, correct. In the United States. Of United America. States president, SAG president, president of the deep state. So, in the event that I don't, I, I would really like not to say this on the air, but if something were to happen to any of the other two, is do you then become? president or is it that chain of command that was written into the constitution like i don't could you under, explain that to well us? i believe if the president is incapacitated according to the 69th amendment the person who won the popular vote in the election actually becomes president which in in my case uh or which in that case would be my wife uh, uh hill uh so she become president next now in the case of a a woman becoming president she immediately cannot be president it's constitutional. So, uh, in Wait, the ex- let me oh, hold on one second. You're saying that in the U. I've I've read this document. I, I constitution. Took, I sat in on three constitutional law classes. I okay, never okay. Got my transcript. Never took the exams. But did you read did the 69th the Amendment? My understanding is that we haven't quite made it that far yet. Did if you look in the back, I made some additions when I was president. <laughs> Don't laugh, bro. <laughs> I'm not. Don't laugh. Sir, I'm not laughing. I just kind of skipped. What amendment are we at anyway? I mean, what amendment did you think we were at? Uh, you're, you're calling my bluff just a little bit. So I did not sit in on All three right. constitutional Okay, classes. there was like... I did go to one class okay. once. All and right. I think we're on the 28th or 34th. All right, something like that. But here's the thing. There's a lot of extra pages in the Constitution. I'm president. Or I was president. So I've seen the Constitution many times. Have access to it, you know. Do whatever I want with it. <laughs> we all have access to it. It's a public document. Yeah, I mean, you know, but I'm saying so you're like saying the that original. You're, did you I, fill in all of the blanks between yeah, the 34th bro. and 69th? Hell yeah. Dude, you know, I, I filled it in. And then I, when I got to the 69th Amendment, I knew my, my wife was going to be president someday. Well, I at least knew she was going to win the popular vote. So in <clears> anticipation <throat> of your wife becoming president, I wrote the 69th Amendment. So that you would resume power because Correct. a woman can, wow. I made the 69th Amendment. I knew that the Donald... I knew that my wife would run for president. Do you call him the Donald when you're having coffee and with him? Yeah, bro. Me, me, and Don and Jeff. Who's Jeff? Jeff Epstein. Ah, okay. Me, Don, and Jeff. Okay, we were in a submarine. Now, a lot of people think the Lolita Express was an airplane, uh, according to flight logs. It's actually a submarine. And uh, me and my boys, <laughs> Jeff Epstein and the Donald, we were rolling in the Lolita Express somewhere in the Baltic, I believe. <clears throat> And, you know, he was talking to me and he said, you know, someday we're going to fake an election, you know, and I'm going to pretend to run against your wife, but I'm really just going to do everything I can to try to lose. I'm going to like just brag about sexually assaulting people. I'm going to just call Mexicans rapists and shit like that. Can I swear on this program? You say whatever the fuck you want. (laughs) All right, bitch. (laughs) I mean, oh, I probably shouldn't say that. I probably shouldn't say that. I think you've gone so far. In okay. what you have done and said over right. the last 40 years, right. nothing you can say is going to baffle anybody at this point. Okay. But could I actually okay. interrupt but you yeah, for a moment? Me, could you, sure. Unless let me, you want to continue Let me finish that story. thought. Yeah. So he was, okay. you know, he was like, look, listen, 
let's do a fake election. I don't remember whose idea. Maybe it was Jepstein. Maybe it was the Don. Maybe it was me. And we'll, we'll, my wife will run against you. You'll get, you'll clinch the GOP. And then um, you'll just do everything you can to lose, you know. You'll say Mexicans are rapists and all, all that kind of shit. And, and then my wife will win the popular vote, at least, and probably the election. <clears throat> And because there's there's more women in the isn't there more women in the country? Yeah, there are. Yeah, so I knew she would win the popular vote at least. But I also knew my wife, and I do not think she has the temperament to be president. That's why I didn't wow. vote. That's why I didn't vote for her. Who who? Actually, I, it's okay. You don't need to. I'm say not going, bro. So you don't have time, to. You don't have to tell me. I'm not going to tell you who I voted for because it's ridiculous. I bet. You know I bet what? you wrote somebody in. Dude, I didn't even vote for her in the primary. <laughs> I'm not even a registered Democrat. Did you know that? When's the last time you saw Hillary? Clinton? <laughs> yes. Uh, I think the night of the election or something. So you haven't seen your wife? Even. Yeah, the night of the the night of the 1996 election was the last time I saw her. But anyway, so I, I, I knew she would win. So I wrote this amendment. <clears throat> I was like, Jepstein, Don, we're going to run this fake election. My wife's going to win. And... Uh, but I'm going to write the 69th Amendment that says if a woman becomes president, her husband has to become president. Wow. So that was my way of standing But you had a lawyer write it because that sounds pretty gibberish. I'm pretty language. sure I am a lawyer. Does it, don't all presidents have to be but lawyers? But someone who's done something for, for themselves in the last 30 years. Like you didn't write the man, the, the man has to be president. It was written in a much more no. yeah. constitutional oh, sure. manner, right? I, my writing is frankly illegible. I, I've seen some of your uh, diary and. Did you ever read my so book? So, question I think a lot of my people life, on, on named the, after a Billy Joel song. So, some people that uh, questions I, I anticipate would be from others is maybe if you want to tell us just a few of the other amendments in the forties, fifties, even sixties that that you feel most proud of that you added. Sure, um, forty four was what what. And uh, number 65 was like thou shalt. I, I went into kind of like a biblical thing at a certain point and did like kind of a thou shalt. Uh, and it was like thou shalt honor thy homies. That's a, that's interesting. Um, it's just kind of a rephrasing of an age old millennial old principle. But, you know, why not? So I do want to actually, if I could ask you a little bit more of a... Um, I don't want to say a real question, but not quite in such a joking vein. I don't okay. want to put you on the spot, but what? I'm on the spot, you, bro. You, I think you have a pretty good memory, as I recall. And a few years ago, I think it was 2015 or 16, you had an interview with a non-jurid ahadis. Um, God bless you. Thank you. That was quite uh, racist and rude. But um, in that interview, I, I read the whole transcript. And, and really, the takeaway that I had is that You've never really trusted what we call government. It sounds like you've proclaimed yourself the president of what you're calling the deep state. The deep state. state. That's yeah. Right. So, and it sounds like you've really put all your faith and effort in in the modern day corporation and the people that run them. So I want to ask. Oh you, hell yeah. Yeah. So okay. So hell that was yeah. an, a, a, an honest reading of it. Yeah, bro. Okay. I wear. I've always worn my balls on my sleeve. You know, I'm not gonna bullshit I know, around. I, can, I would. <laughs> wish you wouldn't have worn a kilt in, in, in the in our room. But anyway, um, so I did want to ask <laughs> can you. Can I get a beer or something? Yeah, mm. after you answer him a few of my questions. All right, bro. Can I smoke in here? Yeah, sure. Okay. Uh, hold on. Let me get you a, a lighter. Um, actually, you just use that Flint Rock. It's from uh, Flint, Michigan. Okay. I think you're the one that probably contaminated that water. 
All right, thanks, All right. man. That's a nice cigar. Could I have one? <laughs> yeah, but you don't want to know where I'm going to hand it to you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, here you go, bro. So I do want to ask. So in, in this in, in this, this this world order you're trying to create. Have I, I created. Think, I, I would still say in the process of creating. We've got a lot of power in, in, right. in, uh-huh. in our ranks. But <laughs> how would you... So in our uh, the way that we created the the U.S. the Constitution was written to check uh, the rise of a monar- monarchy again, and and I would go as far as saying that private corporations, unchecked by anything else, would be a modern equivalent uh, no, of a monarchy. Dude, no, dude, so it was written me, to not me. pay taxes and grow hemp. That that is your interpretation. But of sure, the US yeah, the monarchy shit or whatever. So what is what are the what where's the accountability to? Uh, those running corporations in the way that we currently, uh, in in your, uh, in how you see the world order shifting out, and in, in what you're kind of saying, let's just give up on the, the modern day uh, accountability. Modern day state. Accountability, accountability is is in the uh, competition spirit of competition. You know, Be, a corporation becomes accountable when it has to compete with someone else. That's how you stay accountable. Because you got one person saying, hey, I want Comcast or whatever to have cheaper porn. And then the Spectrum or whatever is like, you know, oh, I have cheaper porn. So basically you get cheap porn. But meanwhile, the great thing is if you have like an iPad or whatever, you just get porn for free. So I'm not worried about, if you're worried about, you know, Bill Gates becoming like a king or some shit. In modern day, let's a modern day so king. That this isn't a. This isn't a. You want to know something about kings? Hmm. Henry the Eighth. Okay, this dude. All right, now you're going completely off topic. You're just what they call uh, hey, you brought. You brought up kings and shit. Modern day monarchy. Okay, but no. And let's so, compare. I, let's compare olden times, guys. So Henry the Eighth, he was chopping off heads, fucking fighting, living with Louis dogs all the way. To, his life was basically a sublime song. And do you know how did he die? I don't anyway. I don't remember what my point is. But anyway, Bill Gates ain't chopping Melinda's head off or whatever. You know, so, he he's not even fat. So your your point of reference is you're basically saying if the if the world is marginally better than our very light understanding of how the world probably was 300 years ago. That's marginally okay better. Did, haven't you ever seen Monty Python and the Holy Grail? So, so a character is a dramatization of how the world may or may not have been 2000 years ago. Documentarization. Documentarization. Yeah, dude. L- mm. Little known fact. The Monty Python team, Terry Gillian, uh, what's his name? The guy from the James Bond pictures, whatever. Those guys actually were historians as well so it's pretty much a documentary so anyway yeah that's what i'm saying shit sucked in olden times and now it's good so if the king makes your life good like if you have a king and it's like well we got a king i gotta do what he says but like i also there's like hot chicks and you know mcdonald's dollar menu items and you can get like a cheap tv like a like a 4k tv on Black Friday for like 500 bucks. Who fucking cares if there's a king, bro? Life's good. Well, let's but so you were if you if you were told by a large number of people that it is not the way that you're characterizing it and they and they don't feel this way, would you tell them that they that they're wrong and they don't actually know or listen. What would you say? Listen, bro. I've been told by a large number of people a large number of things 
and I never fucking listened. And I was president for eight years, committed a hell of crimes. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's like, it's really ridiculous. I'm going to tell you this now because no one fucking listens to podcasts or whatever, <laughs> you know. We, we actually have several thousand downloads, but anyway, continue. All right, whatever. So, it doesn't matter, man. Like, here's the thing. My One of my homies, I was at Donald Trump, I was at the Donald's wedding. If I do whatever, if I say whatever and I get indicted or me threed or whatever the fuck everyone's talking about, I'll just get pardoned. Dude, this guy, if he loses or whatever, it, he's going to go on the greatest pardoning spree ever. This dude's going to pardon dead people. He's going to pardon John Wilkes fucking Booth, okay? So he'll pardon me. He'll be pardoning himself. He'll be pardoning his sons, pardoning Michael Flynn. He'll be pardoning a fucking litter box if he feels like it. So I'll tell you that God's honest. I've committed hell of shit. Hell of shit. But you know what? The economy was dope as fuck when I was president. You were like, how old were you in 1996? <clears throat> I was a, a teenager. All right, what was your life like? Uh, it was it was all right. Okay, what was your average day? What did you have for breakfast? Probably Cheerios. Cheerios. Yeah. Do you have toast? like rip off Cheerios, like the bottom yeah, of the the Cheerios General Mills General Cheerios? Mills. Okay, yeah. you know what they're eating in fucking China or whatever? Then they're eating Fruit Loops with one color, red. Uh, what what kind of car did your your daddy drive? A Volvo. Volvo, MSRP on a Volvo was it a station wagon or a sedan? Station wagon. Station MSRP in a, on a Volvo, you know, adjusted for inflation, it's probably thirty eight grand. Okay, probably you get that shit maxed out with nav and everything. That's like fifty grand. I mean, it's basically that shit's like a luxury automobile for people who listen to LGR. <clears throat> but anyway, so you had a nice ass car, leather seats or cloth? Cloth. Okay, well, it's, all right, well, whatever. My, my point stands. You had a 40. Well, I, I don't know what your point is. My point is your life was good. How was your school? You have computers? You're using anecdotes to bury evidence. That's all people care about, bro. That's a, life is, here's the thing. Right, what, if all people care about are, are their personal experience and, and 60% of people think things are fucked up. Life is an anecdote. Ben. Exactly. Life is, a, life is not a series of ones and zeros. Life's an antidote. Your life's an antidote. My life's an antidote. And the collection of antidotes. It's a collection make, of antidotes. Make evidence. And, I'm and America is one of the greatest anecdotal experiences in the history of the human experience. We've kicked ass at war. We've kicked ass at business. Even when we suck at war, when like we lose Vietnam or whatever, we're still chill as fuck. Boeing is still doing great. Lockheed Martin, chill as fuck. So... We are the greatest anecdotal, greatest story in history, basically. A piece of shit like me became president. A Mick Catholic rapist like JFK became president. A droopy, jowly fuck like Dick Nixon, my old pal, became president. A fucking piece of shit like the Donald became president. This is, uh, the story here is incredible. My boy Barry, Barack Obama. He's from Hawaii, and he became president. This is an incredible time, incredible place. So the antidote is all that matters. You come at me with ones and zeros, threes and fours, fives mm -hmm. and sixes. Don't mean shit, Ben, because you can be poor in this so country like you, and still have a fucking cell phone. True. So like you, That's why globalization works. That's why I signed the TPP and NAFTA and all this shit, because that's all that matters.
But so like you, you spread a lot of love in your life. So <laughs> well, that's why, one way to put why don't it, we bro. Spread the love more. It's true. <laughs> everything you're saying that the things are getting better. So why not aim to try to spread those that love, spread those gains to more people rather than letting it accumulate. To that's your, all. That's what we're friends. about, bro. I, you're not about that. Look, if you want some socialist shit, you want to take money and give it to other people. That's fine. You're, we're currently giving money to other people. It's all your your friends and honchos. Yeah, those are my all friends. Your, 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 yeah, your CEO buddies and they're in the the, the investment bankers. All right, you, so you here's think, the thing: if you you're they're the ones creating all of this amazingness. All the those are my showing those are my friends. You're right. So if your friends are all the poor people or whatever, okay, then you can run for president and give those people money. So too. you think it's okay the way that you? Tried to rejigger the welfare state where you make a, all this obnoxious. It doesn't matter if it's okay. It's what went down, bro. That's well, you, what you, you fail to understand. Oh yeah, I, there's, no, there's nothing to say that the president is an all-powerful. Sure. Like, as much as you like to think that you listen, did everything. My, we all know. Yeah. What? My boy Bernard. Bernard Shaw. Bernard Sanders. Ah. My boy. Yes. I've known this motherfucker for years. This dude's great. I fucking love Bernie. There's not nothing like a like Bernard. <clears throat> he wants to come in, distribute, redistribute, socialize, whatever the fuck you want to call it, all this money. God bless. He can do that. That's why you run for president. But I tell you what. I think I'll vote for him. Would you say on the air that you endorse Senator Bernard Sanders? Bro. Yes. I endorse Bernie Sanders, president. Thank you. Thanks for coming in today. Hey, you're welcome. I'm sorry I almost killed you. That's that's quite all right. It's happened three times this week already, but, you know, it's how I envision myself dying. Hello, I'm Lee Sanger Gold, and you're listening to me talk on the internet. Um, ben, that was a pretty extraordinary interview with the former president of the United States, uh, William Jefferson Clinton, wouldn't you say? I would definitely say that. It took quite an unexpected and uh, welcome turn there at the end with the endorsement of Senator Bernard Sanders for president. Yeah, I keep trying to think of what Bernie Sanders' middle name is, but I can't. So I keep. That's the thing. I love when you're talking about president, you always want to like throw in the middle name, like mm-hmm. Richard Milhouse Nixon. What is his middle name? John Fitzgerald Kennedy. Mm-hmm. D- Donald Trump's middle name is because it's just John, right? Oh. It's just like very biblical. John John Trump. Don John. It, it would Don almost, John Johnson. The only thing that could possibly be stupider is this, if his middle name was Don. He's just like President Donald Don Trump. <laughs> that would be very good. <laughs> or if it was just like Don Don Trump, like Don Corleone. I would like that. Um, as a matter of fact, it sounds like we have uh, someone on the line. Uh, yes, I uh, just... I believe it up. is Don Corleone who has a, a, an opinion uh, uh, about what we just uh, what we just heard. You, you want to bring him on the line, Ben? Yeah, hey, uh, Don Corleone in Cambria, Italy. You're on the air. Yes, thank you very much for having me on the air, Ben. Now listen, I thought that was a very interesting interview that you had with uh, with my old friend Bill Clinton. Could you say more? Yes, of course. Now, when Bill Clinton first came to me asking for money for his campaign, I thought, 
I will do you this favor today on my son's bar mitzvah. But there will be coming a time when I might ask you, and this time I never come, I'm going to ask you to return this favor. And uh, he did actually call me after the, the, the call you had with him, the interview you had with him, and he asked me to do him a favor, which was to make sure that Bernard Sanders becomes president, which is interesting because he never made that request when his wife was running for president. What did he ask you when his wife was running for president? Um, he asked me if he could borrow his, if I could, if he could borrow my car, but that was it. So it really didn't come up. It wasn't top of mind for him. No, I don't think so. Hmm. This was actually on the election day too. I don't think he was in. I don't think he even. Did, I don't even know if he even voted. To be honest, he did say when he was in here earlier he had to leave. But when he was in here, he did say that he voted, but he would not tell us who he voted for. But did say he did not vote for his own wife. Yeah, okay, but we were, we were at an Italian restaurant. And when I talked to them, and uh, they brought the bread, and uh, you know, they brought the olive oil, and uh, a little balsamic vinegar, um, but they didn't bring any any butter. So I said, "Get the butter." It's uh, almost interesting. Uh, did you have any questions for any either of our hosts? Or we do actually, we did have um, William uh, B. J. Clinton call back in, so you could ask him anything you would like as well. Oh, yeah, that's right, Ben. He seems to be calling from the car right now. Yeah, we have him. Yes, he is. He's back? Okay. All right. Uh, Mr. President, is that you? Yeah, this is me. This is Bill Dog calling in. Hey, Don, man, how you doing? I'm doing okay, Bill. It's, it's good to talk to you. Well, that's great, man. Listen, uh, you know, I was just listening to the show on the way back, uh, even though it's not a radio show, as the president of... The deep state. I listen. I can listen in on all podcasts as they're being recorded. Is that right? Well, that 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 seems pretty crazy, uh, Mr. President. So you had a question for Don? Yeah, that's right. L- listen, man. Um, do you think you could do me a favor? Yeah, I mean, you. Yes, I will do you a favor. Uh, but there may there may be sometime in the future, and this time may never come. I may ask you to return the favor. Hey man, that's all. Cr- that's all right. That's fine, man. I'll return the favor anytime, any day. Uh, but I was just hoping, like, <clears throat> could I borrow your car again? Yeah, that's that's, that's fine. You can borrow my car. Uh, was that all you had to say, uh, uh, Mr. President? Yeah, that's all I had to say. Hey Lee, um, I grabbed a couple of your beers uh, on the way out. I hope you don't mind. That is perfectly fine. Uh, but Mr. President, uh, please. Stop calling us. We really, really need Although, you to- Lee, could I actually ask uh, the, the president one other question okay, before sure. you leave? I did have a question. You said, so you, you, as part of the deep state, you can listen to any podcast as it is being recorded. That's correct. One question I have gotten over the last couple of years with increased surveillance is, we're, we, we were under the impression that if I'm not connected to the internet, I don't have internet, that no one could get onto my computer, but... Is that true, or is there a way that you can actually get into someone's computer without them being connected at all to the internet? Let me jump in here and tell you oh, that. Oh, thank you, Don. Um, in the in the year 1994, the game Myst, M-Y-S-T, came out on compact disc ROM, CD-ROM, and it's installed on pretty much every computer in America. Did you have Myst? Uh, I had Myst. Did you have Myst, Ben? I did. Yeah, see, everyone, I had Myst. Bill, did you have Myst? Yeah, I did have missed, man. I, I hated that game. It was it was horrible. 
Well, anyway, so we put mist on every. Everyone put mist on their own computer. So this is this is the miscalculation. Everyone thinks that that for some reason the government would be spying actively on everyone else. In reality, people, you know, this is 1984, Brazil, all these, all these different movies and books and things. But in reality, it would be the people who would spy on themselves. So everybody, they went and they installed Myst on their computer, right? No one actually beat the game. As a matter of fact, there's no end to the game. No one has ever beat Myst. Oh, that's interesting. Um, l- listeners, um, if you have beat the game Myst, can you please call in after after this, this call is done? Yeah, so... Um, no one actually beat the game, but this was used to install a monitoring software on everyone's computer. And every time someone got a new device, it transferred to that new device. So ever since 1994, we have indeed been monitoring everybody's calls. We? Yes. Who is this we? The deep state. So you, this is a coordination between Don Corleone in Italy, Bill Clinton here in the U.S., or there are other It's not a coordination. They're the same thing. Did you even see The Godfather? I've seen it many times. The second okay. half of The Second Godfather is one of my favorite. It's fantastic. Yes. It's fantastic. Thank you. you know, originally, they were going to use de-aging technology to bring me into the, the second picture. Oh, you're beautiful. You, they but would they, never need that. Okay. Thank you very much. Uh, but they brought in... Uh, Bobby De Niro. They brought in Robert De Niro. And that's right. They brought in Bobby De Niro to do the second picture. But anyway, in, in the second picture, they sort of make it... The, the, the thesis of the first picture is basically that there's no difference between businessmen and gangsters, which is true. And the the point of the second picture is that there's no difference between the government and, and, and gangsters, which is, of course, true. And what a lot of people didn't know is that since that picture came out in uh, 70, 72, uh, I think it was 70, 73. Actually, it was 74, I believe, because I remember watching the 74 Academy Awards in 75. Okay, anyway, it doesn't matter. But the point is that it was true. The government, business, mafia, and Scion games that made Mist are all one entity and anyway yes so we've been using the game mist to monitor everybody first it was phone calls then it was aim instant you know the little bleep bleep thing and and then now it's you've got mail exactly we were monitoring that with mist those little cds that we sent out you remember those cds we sent out yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah, those were great. But but what I'm saying is, if I never connect a computer to the internet, could could you? Doesn't still, matter. Doesn't how, matter. How is that? Is because there, you installed Mist on your computer in 1994. I don't even have that computer anymore. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It was connected to your wall, right? The computer, right? The, but what about the new one that I bought? Doesn't matter. How does it not matter? It's a, it's you like, keep saying the word, but you're not really because. Everything is connected, okay? When you have so, one computer, you transfer all your data to the next computer. I didn't do that. I have a completely clean new one. You're saying that it's pre-programmed? Well, you connected it to the wall, to the to the oh, wall, and then the, the power, power is still in your house. So anyway, the point is that everyone has been, uh, has been spying on you ever since. Now, because every single person in America has a podcast, and... Uh, it's basically phone call. No one, most you people don't have. You've been making quite a lot of claims, Don Corleone. You, you're, you're rounding everything off to entire populations. You're saying no, different entities are all the most same. Most people thing. don't everything. have a landline. Most people don't have a landline. But most people have a podcast. Okay. More people have podcasts than landlines. It's true. Okay. It's a fact. This is a fact. Okay. Not okay. A, I'm not telling you. Is it a fact that Bill Clinton perjured himself? 
<laughs> that's oh, that so, depends yeah. on what the definition of a definition is. That's a very good. I love point. it. I love it when he does that. It's so funny. It's so funny. Does what evade questions? Sure, whatever. I, I mean, it's whatever. Whatever it is, he does. It's great. Plays saxophone. Has sex with a woman with a cigar and a pussy. Uh, whatever it is, uh, fail to kill Osama bin Laden, but then yell about it on Fox News years later. I love it. Whatever he does, it's fantastic. So you watch Fox News too, Don Look? Of course, I produce Fox News. You pr- produce. Well, why are you, are you friends with Mussolini? Yeah, correct. And Roger Ailes. Oh, yeah. yeah That's very, yeah. very interesting. Did you meet during your time? Because there wasn't a whole lot in the movies about uh, Spain. Did you meet um, Franco? Franco, yes. You know, I actually was, uh, I, I posed for uh, Pombo Picasso's Guernica, the painting. You posed? That I was posed one of the it. most horrific genocides Correct. ever. What do you mean you posed? Have you seen me nude? I basically, if you see me without my pants on, I basically look like a, a, uh, a Pablo Picasso painting of uh, horrible water tragedy. I would highly doubt that, but okay. I'll, I've I'll, seen I'll, this I'll, dude uh, naked. He, yeah. We were on the Lolita Express, Jepstein. The Don, Don Corleone, and this dude, <laughs> Don Corleone, man, he takes off his, we, it was like a series of escalating bets, I think. Yeah, we were playing uh, strip poker with escalating bets. And this guy, he just like whipped it out. And he had, he'd actually won the hand. He won the hand. That's when I won the hand uh, on the river. Actually, I was bluffing until the river, but I did win the hand. And uh, instead of asking um, the other people to take off their clothes, I decided that it would be better um, win for myself to take hey, off my actually, own clothes. Hey, Don, I don't mean to cut you off. I think you're a fascinating figure, but we do have a lot of other people uh, calling in. Yeah, it just definitely. seems like the two of you are just chatting at this point. So I'm okay. going to go ahead and cut you off. Thanks for Thank calling you. in. Thank you. Um, uh, thanks for terrible. letting me call in again. Yeah. Uh, th- thanks, Bill. Um, so, yeah, Thank I think you. we're going to go to the line, and we do have someone calling in who claims to have beat the game Missed. Uh, his name is Matt uh, John Donson, and uh, he claims to have beat the game. Matt, uh, you're talking on the internet with uh, Ben and Lee. Yes, uh, yes, my name is Matt, and uh, I did in fact beat the game Mist uh, on my uh, on my computer, and uh, it was uh, an NEC computer. I did beat the game Mist in 1995, I believe it was. Do you want to tell us what you saw when you beat the game? Yes, it was rather horrific. But when you beat the game, you see uh, Don Corleone in the nude on a submarine with Jeffrey Epstein and uh, Donald Trump. All right, so we have three other people who have called in and all say they yep. have also beat the game. So we're going to go to each of them and yeah, ask what thanks, they saw. Thanks very much. Thank you very much, um, Don Johnson. Or I'm not sure what your name is, but thank you. Please stay on the line uh, for a moment. Okay, yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Th- thank you. Okay, um, uh, Ben, who's our next caller? So it's uh, Trent Rivers in, in um, Grand Rapids, Michigan. Hey, man, it's Trent Rivers. How you doing? Uh, good, Trent. We just uh, we don't have a whole lot of time left today, so we just want to cut right to it. You say you beat Mist. What was the last thing you saw? When well, you when I game? say I beat Mist, basically I was playing disc golf with some of my friends. I'm a major ultimate Frisbee, a fisk, a fa- a I believe the word you're looking for is aficionado. Yeah, an aficionado. And I was I was really good at ultimate, but like wasn't so good at uh, disc golf. So my friend um, Elliot challenged me to disc golf, but we didn't have any discs. But I did have a uh, AOL online uh, disc, 
but when I opened it up, it was actually missed. And so I used the missed disc to beat his ass at. Um, that's that's great. Have you okay, ever so you, taken that disc and inserted it into a computer? No way, man. Why would I? I don't have a computer. <laughs> okay, right, they, so you, so he beat he beat a game with the disc to missed. Okay, yeah, interesting well, twist. Thank thanks, you. thanks for calling in, Trent. Hey man, thanks for having me. Yeah, go catch Kang Nine or Ten or something. Oh, okay. We have the stupidest people calling us. Hey, don't don't say that. Come on okay, now. Okay, okay. Thank you, thank you, Trent, for for listening. I think he's already hung up. Okay, we've lost um, him. Oh, uh, let's so, take one we've more. We've got M- Melissa um, Singerwitz. Melissa in Singerwitz, Brooklyn, Brooklyn uh, New York. Melissa, you're talking on the internet with Ben and Lee. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show. Uh, yeah, you're you're welcome. So you said, just cutting to the chase, that you've beaten the uh-huh. game Myst. Yeah, I beat the game Myst. In what year? Um, It was like 2000. Okay. And what was the last scene that you saw when the game, when you beat the game? It was really weird. I was playing it on this submarine called the, the um, I think it was the Nabokov express Low, could it have been lolita express not at all okay. and i was there with um it was um don corleone the president of sag ronald reagan and um that guy from celebrity apprentice who's like you know plays the president on tv and we were playing this game of strip mist and um, okay. I beat the game, and then um, Marlon Brando or Don Carleon from The Good Father took off his pants. So that's what happens. Okay. Okay. I, so, I think we have it confirmed that you see Marlon Brando's nude body when you beat wow. the game Mist. Do we still, Don? Have you, are, do we still have you on there? I know it's a little late over there in Italy, but are you still on on the line? Yeah, I'm here. So. Um, <clears throat> we have uh, Miss Miss Sangerwitz, and she says she's seen you nude in a game, and also on the Nabokov Express. I think she meant Lolita, but do you want to say hi? Yeah, sure. How you doing? What's up, girl? I'm doing so good. It's really nice to hear from you. Yeah, it's good to hear from you too. Uh, listen, um, can you do me a favor? I can definitely do you a favor, but. At some point in the future, and this time may never come, I might need you to return that favor. Okay. Can I, can I get your number? And I'll take my answer off the air. Well, uh, thank you very much for everyone that called in. Uh, I, I think we've about covered all we can today, wouldn't you say, Ben? Yeah, I think that was a far-ranging show, and I uh, hope you enjoy Talk on the Internet. Yeah, thanks everybody. Um, Talk on the Internet brought to you by the generous donation of the Tyrell Corporation. The music you're hearing today is by Scott Holmes. Uh, check out his music on Free uh, Music Archive. Yeah, he's, Scott Holmes is great. So and shout out to forget, Scott. And, and Anonymous. Oh, and Anonymous, the generous donation from the, the Greek banking conglomerate, Anonymous. Uh, just one individual. Oh, no, just, no conglomeration, just, agglomeration. Just one guy. Okay, yeah. great. Um, you know, check us out on the internet. I'm at Internet Batman. Uh, do, you, do you have any any online presence? I am. That's why I was asking those questions, okay. because I don't have the internet. So, well, you know, here is now this is your online presence. You were on, you were, Ben, you're talking on the internet. Uh, you you kind of you kind of got uh, pushing me. Uh, I I I didn't really put those two together at the beginning right. of the show okay. that I'm now well, on the internet. Well, I'm Lee Sanger Golden, and uh, for Ben. 
for Marlon Brando or Don Corleone. I guess they're the same person. For the President of the United States and uh, the, for, the Deep State, <laughs> the Deep State and SAG, and for all the folks that called in today, um, coming at you from handsome headquarters here in uh, sunny Los Angeles, California. I'm Lisa Aaron Golden. You've been listening to me talk on the internet. Ciao. Ciao. Peace.